Hey, 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 everybody. Today for you, podcast number 67. Today's podcast is titled, Who Wants to Eat? Hey, 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 everybody. Welcome to this week's edition of your weekly Limitless Life Network podcast. I'm Dr. Pete Lombardi, and sitting next to me is my lovely wife, Sandy, and this is the Limitless Life Network podcast, where we flesh out the limitations that are preventing you from reaching your goals and living the life that you are called to lead. And I want to take this introductory moment to thank everybody for tuning in and listening and being one of our loyal uh, listeners. And uh, once again, I got some great comments from last week's podcast, and I thank you all for just you know mentioning to me in uh, different forms of how you got something out of it and how you listen to the podcast. And uh, I think of one of my practice members who's going in for a surgical procedure and he's going to be laid up for a while. Um, he said he's going to have a lot of time to listen to the podcast and get caught up on the ones he's missed. So um, I'm wishing uh, Greg a, a speedy recovery from his uh, his surgery. So um Hope that goes super well for you. But anyway, those of you that are new, welcome aboard. We're really super glad that you're here. And uh, those of you know the drill, like, follow, share, and hit the subscribe button, please, mm -hmm. if you're watching on YouTube. So I don't know why you wouldn't want to watch on YouTube because you get to actually see Sandy <laughs> <laughs> and her lovely smile. Yes. All right. So anyway... Um, Let's get on with the show. This is a this is a really good title, right? Mm -hmm. It's a question. Who wants to eat? Who wants to eat, Sandy? Willow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Grace's puppy dog. Always. <laughs> Always. That dog wants to eat all the time. Who else wants to eat? I do. Yeah, me too. I love to eat. <laughs> so it is holiday time of year, and food and eating are certainly a topic that is in the forefront for many different reasons. And um, everyone obviously needs to eat and not uh, not always does everyone want to eat. You know, if you don't feel well, you may not want to eat if you're sick, mm -hmm. right? Or if you're full, right? Mm -hmm. Maybe I'm just too full. I don't want to eat right now. Um, not everybody can eat. Some people can't eat because they don't have any food. And some people can't eat because they're so sick they can't eat, right? Um, and you know, some people just need to eat a little less. <laughs> mm -hmm. All right. So, um, so why do we eat? Why do we eat? Because we need what? Substance. We need, uh, energy. We need nutrients. I right. don't know if you're going for the no, no, just, <laughs> hidden is, meeting. Are we looking at food the, right now? This is the backstory. Okay. This is the backstory. So, uh, and, and, and what do we feed ourselves with, right? Do we feed mm -hmm. ourselves with... With food, right? Good food right. or bad food, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, we could feed ourselves information, good information, bad information, mm -hmm. positive information, negative information. Uh, thoughts can be, you know, we feed, our thoughts can feed us, right? Mm -hmm. What we're thinking, yeah. positive or negative, images, relationships. Like there's a lot of ways to be fed, mm -hmm. right? 
more yeah. than just what we're you know food yeah. more than just food mm-hmm. right and so we're gonna we're gonna use food as as a baseline um, uh, part of this metaphor, but it applies to these other areas as well. So if you can you can follow the food analogy, and then we'll take it to other areas too. So on with point number one. Okay. Point number one is everyone will consume something, right? Mm-hmm. So the question is, what are you going to consume? And here we were talking like. We need to be intentional and deliberate mm-hmm. with what we're going to consume. Right. We need to be intentional or deliberate with. So that makes tons of logical sense. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> now, sometimes, I don't know how this happens, but things that are logical and they seem very right and very direct and very uh, black or white, why is it that they don't seem to always, it doesn't always go that way? Mm-hmm. Like and to put it into action, it doesn't necessarily just happen all the time, right? We're not always intentional. We're not always deliberate. So what's the opposite of that? What's the opposite of being intentional or deliberate? I think we actually we actually did look this up. So you can read these if you want. Well, the opposite of deliberate would be ignorant, was one we chose, thoughtless, unplanned, mm-hmm. careless, yes. um, accidental. Yeah. So Unplanned. Does that sound like any of you out there listening? Do you do you go about some things very unplanned? How about food items? Like, I mean, just think about the eating side of things. If you don't plan something, right? Mm-hmm. If you don't plan, if you don't pack a lunch, what happens, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you're just all of a sudden you're super hungry, and you, next thing you know, you're just foraging for the closest, quickest thing to satisfy that that immediate need, right? Mm-hmm. And that spills over into other areas of your life too. You know, you're not planning, and then something happens, and now you're in this crisis reactionary mode, and you're not being deliberate. You're not being intentional, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And I, I, we see that in healthcare. We see that with uh, people's mental states. They get into a crisis mentally, right? We right. see that with uh, relationships, mm-hmm. right? So intentionality. So point number one is really about getting you to be conscientious, be intentional, and be deliberate. Be a planner, right? Instead of just consuming anything on a whim. (laughs) All right. What's point number two? What's point number two? What do we have there? Who is doing the feeding? Who's doing the feeding? This question is really asking you, um, where are you getting your sustenance from? So what are your sources? Where does it come from? And this brings me back to um, (laughs) Sunday night. My phone started blowing up, and it was all these uh, messages and uh, forwarded links and all these things from a couple of my buddies. And uh, they were – I don't know what they were doing. They are probably just scrolling on a Sunday night going down a rabbit hole. (laughs) I don't know if you guys have ever done that, but – and and they're passing on this information to me, like, and it was all like, I'm just not going there, right? I just had a look, t- t- took a look at a little bit of it. I'm just like, I'm not going down this rabbit hole with you guys. Sounds like fun, but not tonight. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, where are your sources? Where's your information come from? Where's your where's your food come from? You know, where where do you, I mean, we all know the best food to eat is what? 
Whole food. Whole like food, fresh, right? Yeah. Fresh, right? Mm, with local. lots of local, not with pesticides. <laughs> Ideally. Herbicides, right? Like mm. everybody pays extra. Not created in a lab. Not everybody, but you know, people that are super conscientious about their food, they'll pay extra for organically raised produce, right? Mm-hmm. So um, people that are unintentional about their food, they don't care what they consume. They'll go to whatever closest fast food places that meets their whim at that moment, mm-hmm. right? Um, so you know, who's doing the feeding is where are you getting, you know, where are you being fed? Where are your, where are your sources of information coming from? Mm-hmm. You know, one of the, go ahead. Well, I was going to say, I think like if we're scrolling social media, right, any type of um, app, <laughs> we may not even realize the sources that are behind <laughs> the information we're getting, right? Yeah. Like in, and I think that can just be, you're filling a void, like you have time and we're so used to having all of our time filled that if there's downtime we're looking to fill it and then it's Mm. just all this information infiltrating without us being intentional about it that's that's a great point is that and that is when you create a void in in nature that void will be filled somehow Mm -hmm. you know so when somebody said this to me one time that if you don't plan your life someone will plan it for you yeah and I thought, really? Somebody's going to plan my life for me? And uh, I noticed that on time, when I have extra time, I can very easily waste that time doing less meaningful things. And I can also be uh, dragged into other things that I never intended to do that day mm-hmm. if I have free time. Because all of a sudden, you know, your day's wide open and then your time gets filled with some unintentional mm-hmm. thing and you're going down a rabbit hole. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Happens a lot to Happen. me too. Yeah. Yep. Okay. So point number three is what are you hungry for? And uh, here's a question that, you know, I think about it, you know, a lot is what do I want to eat? I know Dr. Tim and I talk about food sometimes, especially like mid-morning <laughs> at, at the office and, uh, you know for whatever reason, we'll talk about certain delicious foods. And it's a really good thing to do before lunch. It really gets you like excited for lunch. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, what are you hungry for? What do you want to eat? And this really has a lot to do with decision-making. And it's you're really deciding between an emotional thing, like what you want versus... A logical thing, which is what should you have? What do you actually really need? What does your body require, right? Mm -hmm. So ultimately, what's going to be the best for you, right? right? Mm -hmm. So versus, you know, what do you want? Like, I want ice cream. (laughs) I'm just thinking in my head too, like we don't, if we take it beyond food, like what do I want to eat? Like what books do I want to read? What new skill do I want to learn? Like how often are those thoughts, you know, in our, in our mind? Like, you know, if we go beyond daily sustenance, like, you know, um, improving our mind and our relationships or that kind of thing. Yeah. Building your toolbox, Yeah, you know, building your resources. That's being very intentional. Like say, I'm going to learn, you know, you're going to choose to learn a skill. You're going to choose to learn some type of information. Mm-hmm. And there's tons of information out there. But if you're intentional about it, you can actually build a toolbox full of useful skills, useful 
uh, knowledge, useful information to better serve other people. Yeah. Right. This was totally not planned, but I'm just thinking this morning during homeschooling, I went to Pete because Grace and I were struggling and she was just, you know, I don't want to learn this, you know, that um, we were learning the order of operations in algebra and just kind of defiant, doesn't want to learn it, doesn't want to follow the steps, want to try to skip a few steps and then wonders why the answer is not right. And we sat her down together and talked. And but the end result was the more tools you have in your toolbox, the better leader you're going to be. Like we said to her, you have a very much a leadership personality. You don't want to fall under my leadership right now with school. And But she's got that driver, strong leader personality. I said, you're a lot like your dad. And, and then you said, you know, this say algebra or your writing skills, all that are just tools in your box that will give you more freedom as a leader someday. But you've got to build the toolbox. Yeah. And I, I used an analogy for her, um, which she really, I think that hit home to her more than anything was if you were to go out into the wilderness mm -hmm. to survive, which that's what a, a child's going to eventually do is go out into the world to try to survive and thrive, hopefully, right? So if you were to go out into the wilderness and you could take as many tools as you could carry with you, would you want to take as many as you could, as many resources, as many things that, that you could use to survive and, and develop a, a place, a, a shelter and, and gather food and all that stuff? What would you, or would you want to take as little as possible? Because, you know, they're heavy and uh, they're cumbersome and it's not really necessarily fun getting all these things, mm -hmm. right? And she's like, no, I'd want to take as much as I could take. And I'm like, yeah, because it would make your job easier. It would make, it would give you more options. It would give you more opportunities. It would allow you to uh, hopefully be more Survivor. comfortable. Survive. Yeah, yeah <laughs> be more successful in the end. So, I mean, that was the point there. So every day we have opportunities to um, decide, make a decision uh, where we want to, what do we want to do with our time? What do we want to do with our uh, attention and intention mm -hmm. and, um, and take action on that? Yeah. So that brings us to point number four. In order to eat, there has to be preparation. There's got to be a cook. <laughs> <laughs> There's got to be a chef, right? Mm -hmm. So, <laughs> so. We have a chef today. Yes. How much preparation? How much preparation do you do, right? How intentional is your preparation? So this is a great, great concept here, and uh, it's a term um, that was really um, introduced to me a few years ago, not a few years ago, several, several years ago, that I never really thought about, and it's a great term. It's called initiative, mm -hmm. and initiative is that, it's really that ability to just start something without actually being told to do it. And when you have a void in your in your schedule, in your day, whatever, a blank canvas, you have to take some initiative about it. You have to develop some plan, some some preparation has to take place. If you're trying to feed yourself, you know, and, and you want to make an omelet, well, you've got to you've got to acquire some eggs, right? Mm -hmm. You've got to have a, a frying pan, you've got to have a source of heat, like you've got to get the resources together. And then you have to actually go do all the things. Like for us, we have chickens, right? We got to take care of the chickens and we feed them and you have to go out and collect the eggs and bring the eggs in. And, you know, then you got to, you got to make the omelet, right? So you got to crack some eggs to right. make an omelet. Right. Uh, or you could just hope that it's done for you. 
you could you could that's a plan. Some people right. rely on that plan. Mm-hmm. Or you could call DoorDash and say, deliver me this from there or whatever. Um, and it's that's kind of where our culture's gone today is to l- let me press the easy button. Yeah. What's the easiest way I can do it? So and that's the initiative, right? It's a weak initiative, right? There's not a lot of effort that goes into that. And so we're always looking for the easier, easier way. And so we get very accustomed to that. And so when something becomes difficult, what do we do? Shy away from that. Yeah, because we haven't really exercised that initiative muscle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that that's something to really think about is is how, how much preparation are you really putting into things? Point number five is what? Who are you feeding? What? Who are you feeding? <laughs> well, can you feed yourself? Can you can you start there? Can you feed yourself? Um, do you just feed yourself, right? Can you feed others? And how many can you actually feed? Mm-hmm. So it starts with being able to feed oneself. And not, not everybody can feed themselves. Our grandson, Brooks, <laughs> he can't feed himself. Not yet. Now he's, uh, what is he, five months old? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so Brooks is five months old. Can't feed himself yet. He doesn't have the capacity, right? Because he's got to develop more physical skills. Mm-hmm. He can't walk yet, right? <laughs> you know, he can't talk yet. He can make some, makes cute sounds. As <laughs> he does. <laughs> he does. And, uh, but he doesn't have the capacity yet. But he's being taught the capacity, isn't mm-hmm. he? Yeah. And... And actually, ahead. while we're on this podcast, Grace is down fixing, making chicken riggies for dinner tonight. We've challenged her to cook one night a week. And so she's been taught the steps and the safety skills to use the kitchen. <laughs> right. So, you know, have we been given the education, the skills, the the knowledge set to feed ourselves? Right. right? And then there's a whole population that we have in the world today that doesn't feed themselves. Right, mm-hmm. they are you know going to uh, food pantries and and trying to acquire the resources there, right? The raw materials to feed themselves. Um, but how does that happen? How do, how do we get with get so many people that that end up in these situations where they've lost the capacity to feed themselves? And um, I don't have all the answers to that, but the, it, there's a lot of things that replace that capacity, and that is, uh, you know, they trade their time for other things. Right, mm-hmm. they trade their time for addictions, maybe right, maybe addicted to drugs, and they lose that initiative now because the only thing that they can think about is their next fix, their next high, right? Mm-hmm. Or they they develop a, a, a mental disability to where they can't even think anymore because they've they've kind of you know whatever reason they've gotten into a situation where they've mentally backed themselves into a corner and they don't see any way out. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, we also have the enabling side of that too, where, you know, we don't have a, a culture that kind of <laughs> helps save these people. We, we just pretty much feed them, yeah. you know, we, I mean, and that, I'm not saying that we shouldn't feed them, but it's really a difficult problem to solve, mm-hmm. but it's not just in the realm of food either. Right. You right. Know, it's a matter of like, think about, you know, who are you feeding? Who are you lifting up? Uh, this makes me think of, uh, you know, the, the whole idea of, you know, a rising tide lifts all ships. So who are you bringing up with you as you're feeding yourself? Who else are you feeding? You know, that's one of the purposes of the podcast mm-hmm. is to to create more awareness, to to lift people up, to make, to inspire, right. uh, to breathe life into you and uh, to stay connected because being connected 
to a positive message is only going to help, right? It's only going to assist you in life. And, um, you know, you got to think about, you know, who are you feeding? And I think of, you know, you know, who am I feeding? I'm trying to, I'm trying to feed myself, but where do I start first? I start with the Bible. I start with scripture and that's, I start with a message that, you know, that humbles me because I'm, I'm literally a servant, right? I'm a servant of God and I'm a child of God. And that's, that's where I see my purpose. And and this whole podcasting thing is to just deliver that positive message and that encouraging message. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Anything else you want to add? No, I think you you covered it all. Mm. All right. Well, I covered it all today, folks. <laughs> no. <laughs> right here, right now. Covered as much as we decided to to go over today. But uh, that's all for this week's edition of your weekly Limitless Life Network podcast. Stay tuned each and every week so you can stay connected, you can be inspired, and you can keep moving toward your best life by stripping away your limitations. And we'll see you back next week. Have a great week. Have a great week. Have a great week.